All right, guys, welcome back to Surviving Hollywood. I'm Johnny Ray Diaz. I am Aaron Arnold. My name's Austin Arnold. And here we are, once again, guys, hanging out for another episode. Um, you know, here's the thing. We've all taken acting classes in Hollywood, right? I mean, you could probably name off on, you know, all these different classes we've taken, the big ones, the little ones. But I think we can all agree that most of these classes don't actually teach you about the business side of acting, right? Hell yeah. Well, the dude we just talked to right now, uh, his name is Chimoy Lo. He's an actor, writer, producer, director, talent manager. And he recently created a program called Mastering the Business Side of Acting. Um, excuse me, Mastering the Business of Acting. And uh, he sat down with us, talked about this program he created to help actors essentially master the business side, right? Because we all focus on like the craft of acting, the techniques, but nobody really spends time on getting educated on how to actually like learn how the business works. So um, I, I know, I thought it was pretty cool. The guy had a lot of good energy. What'd you guys think? Here's the thing. Like you're probably thinking you at home listening to this, oh, is this guy just going to be like a cheerleader for me? No, you'll be able to tell right away. Give it, you know, 10, 15 minutes. This guy has opinions. This guy's got something to say. And that's what I liked about it. He, uh, he's not, he's not just, you know, I mean, he actually has something to say and his uh, perspective is unique and interesting. One quote that I liked from Chi is 100% of agents and managers are lying to you. And then he, <laughs> and then he explains why. So he pulls no punches. He cuts through the BS. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was cool. He kind of broke down some of the tiers. You got the tier ones with the CAAs and stuff like that. Tier two, tier three, that type of thing. Um, and he kind of uh, explained how they work and how those agents are, have to hit certain quotas and things like that. Um, and on top of that, dude, he had some cool stories about acting in like Hong Kong and stuff. So um, a lot of fun. Uh, I think you guys will enjoy it. Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. Tell me what it's like to live in Hollywood. Hollywood, on the mug there you had a little character no i do like a little i don't know my my mother's addicted to coffee and but for some reason she uh put it in our head i've told brothers and sisters that coffee is bad for you so i haven't started drinking coffee until six years ago okay. um and i and this cup is the biggest cup that i have so usually, you know, the cup is this size. So right. I would get this big one so I could have to hold more, more coffee. And the weirdest thing is, for some reason, I thought coffee was bad for you. So I wouldn't drink coffee for all these years until the time when I started realizing learning lines is so difficult with all these social medias, always the TVs on, the computers on. So I have to, to learn a seven-page uh audition um or whatever it is um it takes me 30 minutes to learn it not not knock it out of pocket have one cup of coffee mm. and and i think I, I hate to say it might have to do with the uh caffeine uh to to help you focus um so but it sounds like you're drinking too much coffee now no, making no. making up for all those years you didn't get to have any <laughs> No, I, I would say like I would say maybe most of the average would be four times a week, one one cup. Okay, yeah, that's not that's not so, bad at all. It sounds like she just covered episode one of a seven part <laughs> series, how to make it. <laughs> so tip number one, drink lots of coffee. The key is <laughs> no, I, I my, my mom didn't teach me a lot of things because she um she's um he's not an educated woman. She was she's a very street smart. And an amazing woman, uh, what an incredible accomplishment! I'm doing a, a, a TV series um, called Life in Threes uh, in two months that I have written for over four years now, um, and it's uh, inspired by her, uh, inspired about about her uh, about her life. But it's a seven seven season, thirteen episode 
and um, she she never went to school. I mean, mm. she uh, so she didn't know anything about caffeine. Mm. So when I was a kid, going to on the set and work, and I was always fascinated how much energy I have. How I'm I'm so, I'm so high. I'm so excited with with nothing in my body, just water and and, and something. And somebody finally told me, saying, um, "What have you been drinking?" I said, "Just just soda, Coke, and all that." Uh, and they said, "You know, there's caffeine in it, right?" <laughs> no one told me. Classic. <laughs> I mean, I, have, I thought it was just natural high, and I'm on the set, I'm working, and I'm bouncing around 21 hours. But yeah. no, it was caffeine. <laughs> you didn't know you were high on caffeine the whole time. No. Yeah, I did not. Is, is that what your mom's supposed to teach you? But she didn't. And, and then comes the crash on set. Why is he always sleeping at the end of the day? Yeah. <laughs> and the, the funny thing is, I don't. I don't. I, I, I would crash when I get home. And I remember we worked 28 hours in Hong Kong. And um, I was amazed that I'm, well, you know, I get a little tired. They don't have trailer in Hong Kong in the 90s, late, late 90s. For some reason, they don't have trailers. Uh, it's against the law. And it's controlled by the triads. You have to hire triads uh, in, your, in, your, in, your, in your crew in order to work in Hong Kong. And then at certain amount, at certain time, at 6 o'clock or whatever, they, I don't, they don't care if you're in the middle of your shoot, in the middle of your shot, they will pull the plug and you will be shut down. Wow. And you're out. <laughs> so... Anyway, um, and they saw no trailers. So I try to catch some nap in there, but for 28 hours straight, I will work and I will be all, I was, I was amazed. I was just a kid that I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on. Once they drove me back to my hotel, crashed for 14 hours, gone. That's crazy. That's that feeling a little bit. Like, how did you get starting in acting? Was it in Hong Kong? Was it in America? And how did that transition to your love of teaching? I don't have a love for teaching. Oh. <laughs> I have never had love for teaching. So I wouldn't consider myself as a teacher, period. I mean, this whole seven episode, 12 hour is more of a lecture. Um, and, and I teach probably only four times in my life. And for my clients, more, more likely. And, and I just do it out of passion because I just... Um, like I wrote my script, it says sometimes people just don't like their story to die with them. And I just don't like my knowledge to die with me, you know. Mm. So it's not a, no, it's, it's a, I, I, I think there's a, there's a certain type of people who can really teach and they're great teachers. Me? Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm more somebody who is more passionate about something and I'm able to talk about it and get out. And I'm done with it. And 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 for and, and this thing, uh, master the business of acting. Uh, it came from um, an idea six years ago. I have few clients that I have to sign, and I realized, oh God, I have to go through this whole thing with them because I didn't before with other clients on. And I said, wait a minute, why don't I come? Up, why don't I just put this on tape, shoot it professionally? And get and 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 just and done with it. I don't have to have to deal with this thing ever again. And and it becomes something bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just like uh, you know. So this was it, for it, your clients that you managed that you put it on tape for initially. Yeah, no, just for, I, just to clarify for our audience, maybe we should tell them. So you're an actor, a manager, and you've also created this program called Mastering the Business of Acting. Correct. Um, I'm an actor, so can writer. The audience, yeah. Right. I'm an actor, writer, director, producer, and manager. Um, so um, I, I, when I, I bought a company called Master, um, Allen Edelman Management 19 years ago. And, you know, through the year, I developed some clients and all that. And to, to get them in the right place you got you know there's just so much information to 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 give them and there's some people i don't manage so i i, I gotta help out with my other people who, are, who work for me who manage these people and i just want to get everybody on the same page how to get how to beat 
the, the competitors and how to, 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 you know. So you, you, I do an A14 class and just knocked 10 clients out, out you, know, you know, kill one bird with 10 stone, no, 10 birds with one stone. Uh, and just not to the two things out. Uh, I, I get the information out, and these people have uh, have the education they need, and I don't have to do it again. Um, so the intention was to, to to do it for three other clients, and then I just stopped saying, "God, do I really want to talk about this again." And then I finally realized, "Hey, I want to put on a tape, then I don't have to do it again." Mm-hmm. But then, and then it grew from there. Now, where did I start from acting? <clears throat> I fell in love with acting since I was 10. Um, and I have to say that I'm one of those um, people that got very lucky who know what they want. And there's two do- double-edged sword with that because you lose your childhood. And, um, but you, 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 you're, you're ahead of everybody else. And the good news and the bad news about that is that when I did it and at the time that I did it, there was no age in going into acting business because there's no job. I mean, it was just instilled. I have 12 other sisters and 11 of them go into what Asian supposed to go into computers, engineering, uh, accounting, you know, things like that. Doctor. So, hmm? This is in America or? In America. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, 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 um, Mom didn't think the you know there's something weird as kid you know it's he, he, he just off about him you know um, so she let me do whatever I want so I went to um, I started interested in acting in junior high then I went to high school performing arts then I went to governor's school for the arts then I went to Dr. Gold's Children's Theater in New York and then uh, these are all scholarships and then I went to Temple for one year took all the acting courses that they have in one year, and then, then leave, uh, left them and go to, got, uh, got a scholarship to go to ACT. Sorry about that. Got a scholarship to go to ACT. And um, um, graduated on a Saturday, came down here on a Sunday. Uh, we were, were a writer's strike. And nine months, um, work only in a part-time job for nine months. And then acting took care of itself and some. I never looked back. And um, I've been doing this for a long time. And um, I, can, I can say this with uh, 100% accuracy that the time that I graduated from ACT um, in my age group, I was the most highly trained Asian actor in the country. And at a time when you when you actually competing with people. What period was this? Was this the 90s or? The 90s. You kind of know who your competitors are. I mean, I literally have 10, literally 10, you know. So the guy who probably ahead of me at that time was B.B. Wong, and he was a lot older, and he got M. Butterfly and won a Tony, and I was just graduating. So it was easy to get jobs. And, you know, I look under 18, that's a, that was a niche. The Vietnamese war story was coming to, to America saying they were willing to do it. So it was all over the place. So they were just so job, so a job around. And I got the first uh, TV series of Embarrassing Sun after four years. So it rolled real fast. Then I made a big mistake. I wish that someone would have guided me. And uh, for some reason, I decided to, do, to direct, wrote, and produce a movie uh, in my 20s, which is the biggest mistake I ever, I made in my career. Mm. And then I jump into, uh, uh, I could have done it in my 40s. Because, you know, your, your careers have a, a, such momentum going. And suddenly I, have, I just vanished for five years to do this movie. And it succeeded. We made money. But it didn't need to cost my um, momentum or my acting career somewhat. And so and then I bought um, Alan Edelman Management and created an acting class for myself to pass my tools every week and all that. And, you know, so that's you bought how a I managing started. company um, because 
you know, what gave you that impetus to like buy a managing company? You just thought, wow, I can, I can manage these people. Well, the idea was not necessary for people at, at, at the beginning until everybody started asking for help or on and on. So the idea was to buy a management company for myself and maybe for one other person um, to get access to information, access to, to um, what's going on and all that. Um, I learned from that what happened was my, when I graduated from ACT, um, my agent in, in San Francisco, which, you know, I shouldn't have an agent in San Francisco because I was still studying, but they got me a movie called Gleaming the Cube uh, with Christian Slater uh, while I was in school. And then when they, when I was leaving to Los Angeles, they set me up with three agency and I decided to go with the Asian agency because it was smarter because it, all these, everybody know this agency in town and the role would go to them first. So after a year working with them, I, work, I, I made so much money that I was able to go into the office and in order for to stay with them, I asked them that I need to look at the breakdown every day at nine o'clock in the office and I asked them, tell them what to submit. And um, they, they agree. And so that's what, and then that's how I stay with them for another year and a half. And that's when I discovered how to do all these things. And suddenly uh, when I bought the company, it was an easy thing. And then eventually it just started to become something else. You, I learned one thing, you cannot manage yourself. That you cannot do because Management is a unique, um, it's a dying breed, by the way. Um, the old school management. The managers that we have these days, those are fake managers. They're not really real managers. They agents disguise themselves as managers. I describe managers and agents are mommy and daddies, okay? The agents are daddies and the managers are mommies. You cannot be a daddy for 15 years and suddenly you lost your job as a daddy and suddenly saying, oh, I'm going to be a mommy. You can't because your whole mentality as a daddy, you listen to a client for 10 minutes and you cannot listen no more because if you listen anymore, you're going to lose your job because you have to meet a certain quota. So it's very short. You can, you're not a caring person. You always worry about your job. You always worry about the next deal. And so a mommy have to be patient, hear your personnel. I, I was talking to my, one of my client's uh, agent. I said, he, he and I, he said, God, you and, you and, you and Steven are very close. I said, yeah. He said, well, I said, well, how, how long do you guys talk to each other? Oh, we talk a long time, gee, uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I said, oh, really? Well, how, how long do you talk to him? Oh, uh, I don't know, six times a day. Sometimes as long as two hours, sometimes the fight to go on for three hours, uh, you know, so we just, you know, when, when does it end? It never ends. You know, <laughs> he will pick up the phone if I need him at 10 o'clock at night. I will answer the phone at 11 o'clock at night if there's an emergency. And that's what a, a manager is. But the, but the world's changed. Uh, the agency business does not really work. Um, that's the reality of our business. So let me throw you something here. How could, let's talk about second tiers and first tiers. So let's talk about Gersh, APA, Innovative. Those are second tiers. First tier, CAA, uh, William Morris and, uh, uh, William, uh, what is it, the W Endeavor, um, ICM. Let's talk about them for a minute. So how could a second tier with 3,000 clients how could 22 agents take care of 3,000 clients? Well, can't. Yeah. You can't. So, and how could CAA, okay, BSCAA can uh, have 5,000 clients take care with 100, with 100, 100 agents, give or take, whatever, take care of 5,000 clients? You can't. So one third is well taken care of, 
whoever the lucky one-third is, and whoever making the money. The other two-thirds are not. Now, so how do you keep these people in line? So they have all these systems in place. They drop people, um, and they don't know what the hell they're doing sometimes because I just found out they were, they were, they were going to drop one of my important clients six months before he landed something big, really big. And the only person that stopped them was his agent. His, 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 his agent who, who, is, who I selected is an old friend of mine and who I uh, have signs on. He had one veto power. Everybody got one veto power saying, you cannot do that. And I'm going to take my veto power. You cannot uh, drop this person. Six months away from booking another series for Showtime, big series in Showtime called Yellow Jacket. And then book another series for one about, more year. Huh? I've auditioned for that show. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And and, and for for and and he's the only one that this year in my in my roster that worked the entire year. It's uh, nonstop because you have two series that he's serious regular in. They have to jump back on, uh, uh, to do one. And these people were going to drop them six months before then because I, I, and they I didn't know. Huh? I have a question. She, yeah. in a way, don't you want, if the agency wants to drop a client, isn't it best to almost let them? Cause you want to be with somebody who hasn't already kind of given up on your client. Oh, 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 oh we, 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 um, my company is so, we're so small when we want to keep it that way. Um, I don't, I actually don't, I use the agent for information that I need, like emails and, uh, send negotiation, give a little, um, advantage. I'm always really good behind the scene, but most of the time, they can't compete with us. I would wish they can and help us out, but they can't, and they know it too. You know, because the the reason my the agent stopped them from dropping my clients because he knows he was with the other agency, Innovative, when we were there for five years. When you look into the computer, it says, "Do not contact." clients talk to manager and then you look at who's booking what show uh, what auditions are book by manager 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 so 90 percent of the job come from us so he knows you, you you're stupid if you we were i were over there for five years he's doing all the work why in the world would you want to drop this thing because he's going to do the work so for me what to answer your question yeah uh, it's, it's something I found out a week ago that happened a year ago, uh, accidentally. Um, I like to keep that here when the time comes. But the point is, it's not about, about, that's why the agency business does not quite work well as it, it should be. They have too many clients and not enough agents to take care of everybody. So what do they do that is kind of dangerous, guys? All right, I want to throw out something, a bomb here. So we're going to do this. Let's do it right. Hit us with it. Okay. They have to fake, make up fake auditions. And the, order ag to the agencies? And managers. Okay. They all do it. We don't. Because I'm from an actor's point of view that I would never dare to do something like that. It was asked me to do, have that to do it. But I, I, was, I said, no, I, no, we cannot do that. Uh, and, and here's the reason why we cannot do that. You, you're asking my clients to do an audition that is three, three scenes long. It's going to take him hours and hours to get this thing down. And it's a fake audition. And you're going to put it in, and we're going to pretend that they, it's real. They're going to self-tape, and they're going to send it off. And suddenly, later, three days later, he's going to get a really juicy audition that's really right for him. And then suddenly he's too spent. He's too tired because he just spent a chunk of time on the, the wrong or the fake one. No, that's not, that's the, the, you know, from an actor's perspective, you, you don't know what you're talking about. And I know you just cover your ass, but that's not, no, we won't do that. So they do it because now, let's just to be fair to the agent. Only there's only one plus that why that thing is good. The, the plus is that they do that 
you know we actors are crazy. You know that, right? So we're crazy. We're nuts. So the bigger you are, the nuts you are. The nuts you are. You're, you're, you're a diva. Whatever it is, all the things that come come with it uh, as an actor, uh, we have a problem with. So, in order to keep you around for that big gig, that might be two weeks away, a month away, six months away, whatever. You've been bugging them by auditions, so they can keep you alive, so that you do not go into uh, the party scene. Get a DUI, hang out with the wrong people, whatever, and suddenly you're out of out of the game, and you're not going to be around for that. So to keep you busy is a good thing. That's mm -hmm. the only good thing about it. The bad thing about it is, so what you get is this: they have a program that everybody bought in this town. They put it into the, the computer system. The breakdown, they put a lock of breakdown in. You get the audition, okay. And um, yeah, so let's say you're white and you're, 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 um, you're in your 20s. No, let's say you're in your 30s and you got this audition and everything you're describing it is so perfect for you. Except in the, if you look closer in the breakdown that they send you, it's only, you're, it's only your characters listed and, the name, and what the story is about and then the list of the, who's the producer, who's the casting, but nothing else. It's just your character. Now, the ethnicity is, is, is for a black guy. It's gone. That's not there. But you're white. So they're looking for a black guy, and they're looking for somebody in, your, in their 20s. You're 30s, okay? So you believe this is a real great role for you, when the reality is you were never in play. They were looking for a black guy in their 20s. So you got a fake audition. And it happened all the time. And, and so the two key things to solve that is have a manager you trust that can give you the real breakdown, that actually the breakdown. And look at the age and look at the ethnicity. Or if they don't give you those things, if you don't have a manager, get a script, demand a script, read a script. They can go ahead and change the script and you'll discover the role is not uh, right for you. So, so just to, so just to be clear, real quick, so I understand. So what you're saying is they they take real auditions, but then they change them, and then they're sending them to the client to kind of keep the the carrot dangling, basically that you're going to be getting auditions, essentially. So no, it's a real do. it's a it's a real audition, but they change the stuff. No, they no, it's not a real audition. It's a real audition for somebody else for right. the black actor that that, that, sure. that that yeah. It's a real you project, just, but you're just not you're not actually. You didn't get called in. I see. The casting didn't want you. Yeah, okay. That, to get you off my back, yeah, they're gonna give you a fake one. Okay. Okay. And some, uh, and I just developed this kid friend and said, "See, gee, I don't see my friend getting allowed this and so I'm getting suspicious. I said, "Why are you getting suspicious?" His size doesn't even say his name. I said, "Is he stupid or what?" So <laughs> I was the side of saying, you know, if his name was Jack, it say Michael. Why is his size there for Michael? You know, these are these are important size. It's right the uh, people's name on there. Oh, you know mean, you mean when it has like the watermark of your name on it? Yes. I got you. Okay. And if you don't have your watermark watermark on there, your name's on there, it's not real. It's mm. fake. Mm. And then that download you remember when people have Vimeo, you usually can track where your thing is. But once they download into the system, you don't know what you have to track it. Who's watching it? Uh, Vimeo doesn't uh, can't show you all that. Yeah. No, that's a big one. Um, that's, that's interesting. I, I've actually thought that before. I've had that idea of of certain projects. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That was just me thinking weird, but you're saying it's true, okay? Oh, it's true. All right. It's, what it's, percentage? It's, it's, what huh? percentage? What percentage of agents would you say are acting nefariously? They are doing it. Even, 100%. Even, even, even the lower, the lower, lower tier of, of Delanzar. I just think they send, they just send an agent who uh, um, have a certain real. Um, here's a problem with the agency business. Okay. They have to follow us. It's a business. And you have to accept it as a business. And it's just nothing wrong with accepting that the agency business is a business. Mm -hmm. But the problem is you have to meet a certain quota. If you don't meet a certain quota, they fire your ass. The second tier are brutal. 
Okay? They're really brutal. You have to be so driven. They're looking for shock. They're not looking for a guy who's going to be nice and friendly and good to everybody and everybody loves him. No, they want assholes. They want, those are the guys they want to be on their team. And they, and those guys, they will keep. Okay? But eventually, being an asshole will catch up to you. One day, somebody's going to figure it out. And one day, somebody's going to have more power than you do and say, go away, asshole. Uh, and that's that. So to answer your question, they all do it. Um, uh, and I think the good that the one that, that have a real client's relationship wouldn't do it. Hmm. Because they do, they, they're smart enough to know, I am not going to go ahead and, 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 and what if they find out he, he or she find out one day? Wouldn't do, that uh, be... Do, do managers do it too? Yeah. Because I, as I'm telling you, the manager are not real managers anymore. Yeah. The real old school managers, you guys are young. You know, I'm, 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 I'm 83 years old. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, the, the old school manager charged 15%, which that's what we charge. And, and, and they take care of you. The, the, the rule of the old days was you don't have more than 10 clients if you're a good manager. Okay? Here's the way to spot bad managers. If the manager can handle over 30 clients, they're not real managers. They're fake. They're, they're, they're agents who lost a job going into the manager business, getting a better deal, and they operate like agents. Watch how the operation is. They have 60 clients. They have, um, they don't sign contract. That's a big clue. If they, not into, if they don't want to take your time out to sign a contract with you, nine out of 10, they're not really interested. They're not really believing you. And it doesn't matter if people believe in you or not. You know, I think that this whole thing about people believing you is so important. Bullshit. Forget it. Don't worry about that. Are they working for you? Let's take that. Trust me, people will be believing you when you're making the money. Oh, they all come out and they believe in you. They were the first one who believed you. They were the second one who believed you. And they believe you now. They will believe you until you're dead. You know, they will believe in you. But, does it, you know, for, but when you start, don't worry about that nonsense. Don't looking for people who believe in you. That's asking too much. You know, I always said this is what I, this is the best thing I learned in this, uh, in managing business. Don't. Bet on a horse. Let the horse show itself. Okay? Now, it's hard to do that in my company because we're so small. But in an agency business or in a manager business, you have so many clients, that's a very good thing to, to do. Because you don't know. As much as a guy who will tell you anything, how great they are, how dedicated they are, you have, not, you have no idea that he might have a drug problem. He might have a drinking problem. You don't know. He might have a girlfriend problem. He won't tell you. So what's the point of guessing? Mm. So just leave well, it this, be. Well, this is uh, so, this is this is no, it's been really fascinating. Um, you kind of breaking this down for us. So, kind of going back to the mastering uh, business class that you set up. Is this something that people can expect in that class? This yes. sort of information. Yeah. So tell tell us about the program and like what can people kind of expect in that program. And how should I be envisioning it? Is this you lecturing just in front of a camera? Is there any like um, other components to it? Like how, how should our audience think about it? I, 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 I treat it like almost like a class-like um, with, uh, with, with, uh, with people that have no idea what, uh, what you expect and all. And every, we did this 14 weeks, but we, we only taped eight weeks of it. And we break it up and all that. So every week we do a mock audition um, so to show people the rope of what audition is like, what callback is like, what is testing like, all the things that, I would have, you know, 90% of the people, 90% of working actors, I can tell you this, have, have not gone through testing. I have no idea what testing is. What is that whole process about? And the funny thing is, I would talk to my, some of the agents uh, I said, do you know what testing is like? He said, of course I know what testing is like. I said, really? Do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? I said, no, I don't know that. I'm not there. And that's the problem. They're not there. 
but I was there. I've been in the room. I've done the test. I've done the, the network test. I've done the studio test. So I, we, we show you all that. We, we do a mock, a mock uh, 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 testing and all that. So we mm-hmm. show you the all process. And then we show you once the actor leave, what goes beyond, beyond uh, out, what, um, that the actor doesn't see. How we talk, how fast we talk. How, so it's like a skit, like a dramatization in the um, in the thing. It's like I don't know if the dramatization as much as I made it as real as possible because I won't see the audition. Uh, you know, I would play I would play four different roles. I would play a fake a, a casting director, but I'm watching a real audition, and then I talk about what's wrong with the audition mm-hmm. in real time without while, while the camera's rolling. But the actor doesn't see it, and then we go back and talk about it. What's wrong with your audition? And here's what we talked about, and how fast decisions are made in that five minutes or three minutes, and how fast a decision can be changed because there's ten people in a room, and and and, and you know, let me read you off some of the um, the subject on each chapter on each episode. That we covered uh, just a few of them to, that that you, that will probably help uh, your listeners. Yeah, I so think we saw some too. Yeah, um, I, I I talk about personal finance, child actors, um, audition strategies, the waiting room, what to, what to do, what not to do there, the value of a good coach, acting classes. Uh, how to do your resume, headshots, demo reels, self-tape, the secret to acting, marketing, marketing, marketing. Um, truth about the agents, guest star and co-star, the differences, how to get an agent, how, all about managers, managers and agents, the ugly truth about being an actor, how to get to union car, how to cry on cue. Um, How do I cry on cue? Johnny can do it. I'd love to be able to do it. Watch it. It's on. It's an episode. It's a, it started in, in episode uh, second uh, two. I would try to demonstrate. People were kind of shocked by it. I was. I just do a very simple thing. I just said, so listen, guys, this is how you cry on cue. As I'm talking in two sentences, they see me crying. Tears up that. And I'm saying, I'm, I have no emotion right now, period. You think I have all emotion to produce his tears, as I'm saying the same with the wording. You see the tears dropping and all that. And I said, I said it's no emotion, all technical. And, 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 you, and the craft of learning how to cover that up. Because, you know, people look at audition like it's a craft. It's not. Mm. It's more of a business. Yeah, audition specifically right. feels more like a business. It is a business. Okay. Because let's just say three of you, okay? Um, my manager tells me, now I do this a lot to, 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 um, to my clients and all that, and they think I'm gossiping, and then I, 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 I tell them I'm, I'm not. I'm giving you inf- inside information. So I said, the casting director's gay. So if it's a pretty girl, I said, you have no power. Don't 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 just know that. Now, if it, if it's a guy, if it's a guy, the casting director's gay, so be smart with it. Now, the casting director's not gay, so be smart with it. Yeah. So you go into a room, you if you're a very good-looking person, you have the power, you have some power there, use it. Now, flirting, a harmless flirt, it's a harmless flirt. Don't cross the line, but there's a there's power there. So, what is that about? That's about business. It's about knowing your power and how to use it to 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 help you get a get a job. If you are playing a, a good a good looking sexy guy, you need to be able to own. We need to believe that the audience is going to fall for you, and then we find you sexy. So like like the like in directing, rule of directing. How do you know these two people? Um, have chemistry, women, all that. Simple thing. Ask yourself this question. Do you want to see that guy and that girl have sex? Yes. And if the answer is yes, 
then they have chemistry. The answer say, hell no, they don't. You know, so it's as simple as that. So in the so what else is missing in, in the in the audition? The audition start when you walk into the room and when you leave the room. If it's an important role, something I learned, very, I wish someone guide me when I was younger, uh, a big mistakes I made. I made a lot of mistakes, but, but here's a big one. I'm a diva. I'm a serious diva. I cannot change it. I don't know how. And, and I think I've gotten better this new year, but the problem is- you, you need is, a huge cup of coffee in your trailer. <laughs> huge cup. It's gotta no, be Pete's. It's, it's, no, it's worse than that, guys. It's worse than that. If you're ten, if you start at ten years old and you're Asian, and this is a field wherever you go, you're the only Asian person in that class or that school or whatever. Okay, you're the only one, and everybody tell you how good you are. Somehow you believe that BS, and 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 it's hard to get rid of it when you groom. Now, like I'm very, uh, I'm very disciplined, and that came from my training and all that. But I was spoiled. Let me tell you a real funny story. My first audition uh, for a movie, I was in school. They flew me down for the uh, callback. They flew me back up, first class, everything's first class and all. So me and my agent tried to get, I tried for, uh, I was 18 years old, I believe. Um, summer, trying to find out if I got the job or not. Finally got a hold of my agent. And she said, Chi, Chi, they thought you did really well. Very well prepared, very well. But they just don't buy that you were that innocent. I feel that you've been around the block. I said, okay, okay, okay. Um, can I call you later? Uh, sure, sure. I hang up the phone, walk one, two, fainted. Fainted on the street, woke up 20 minutes later, 30 people around me thought the kid was dead. And I said, oh, uh, uh, and the reason was that was the first time I got rejected. Mm-hmm. The first time I got rejected, I couldn't know, didn't know how to handle it. Fainted mm-hmm. on, a, right at, on Polk Street. Polk Street in San Francisco. Anyway, so, so kind of going back to that the business on of auditions, how does that? How do you think that applies for self tapes? Because now everything is a tape, so you never actually get to walk into a room and get that same energy. Good question. Really good question. I was I was terrified because there's uh, a client that I've developed for over ten years, and he had. Uh, he have done three three series regular right now. Uh, he has he has two series regular that he's doing now. He's in the, he's doing Yellow Jacket. So anyway, um, um, we master self tape for a long time because we we have to do a lot of self tape because he's always working on. It. But this year was all self tape and all that. I was horrified with some of my best booker, you know, like Karen, you know. Who's working in Hawaii and she just spoke a monster, uh, which is maybe a monster of the Ryan Murphy movie. I was horrified with her audition self tape and got like, yo, 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 you can't do this. And I, and I have to, uh, I said, I told her, one of her managers to the talk to her, said, I can't talk to her about that. She'll kill me. And I said, so I, I talked to the comic, I said, Karen, now listen, you're over 40. Anyone who's over 40, we have to accept that we don't know anything about technology. We don't know about lighting. We don't know, you know, you are, you are an incredible actress and you are, are my number one uh, 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 moneymaker. But your audition sucks. You have to look at this. They are not going to cast you. Gee, they don't care about how I look. They know what I look. And, and, and I just want to see the acting. No, Kevin. No, 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 no. They want to know what they seeing. They don't know how tall you are. These are new people. They don't know how whatever. So if you make yourself unattractive and no lighting and this and all, uh, then you can get cast. So that's why for audition you didn't get cast. We I need to set you up with young people who know how what they're doing. You all you do is just do your thing. Go there, work with them, do a trade with them. You coach them from their acting thing. They will tape your audition and you send it in and you'll be perfect. Now. Do everything you do in live audition that you would do on self-tape. And she said, what do you mean by that? Well, do you flirt mm-hmm. uh, in live audition? He said, yeah. Do the same thing in, 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 your, in, in, your, in your slate. The slate thing is, is the most bizarre thing in the world. People have not figured it out. And I, 
I, once I said it, um, um, uh, people were, 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 were kind of mad at me at first. And they said, well, why don't you think of the nitty gritty why people have sell tape? Why do casting directors want to be casting director? There's a perversity there. People are perverse. Okay, so they are looking at, they're going to tape you and they're going to go down your body and they go up and off. What do you think they're looking at? They look at your body. If you're a woman, they're going to look at your breasts. If you're a man, they're going to look at your crotch. So make sure all those things are, you're selling these things if you're going to play a sex symbol. So be smart with it. Where's something that is going to help you look what you're selling? It's the same thing. So don't do, don't. Don't play a character like um, a macho guy uh, for the role. Uh, uh, and you did a really great job in your scenes. And then in your self-tape, you're going to go, Hi, my name is Timo Lowe. Uh, I'm playing this role. And, 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 and don't do that because you're going to your whole illusion. So be exactly what the character is. Be the character when you do this, your, 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 your slate. And the slate is very important, guys. I know you all are snob because it was the old day of thinking about it's commercial, but you're, you're this is all self tape for you now. Yeah. Don't be a snob in the self tape. They don't know how tall you are. Okay. They don't know whatever. So most people do the self tape thing. They put the same camera where the camera was when they do the uh, the, the, the the slate. And when you zoom down like this, your feet get smaller. And it's not proportioned, and it looks weird. Mm. So I tell them, saying, bring the camera down into the middle and go up and go down. And then this way, your body is proportional. Bring it to the crotch, hold. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hate those slates now. now. <laughs> but, it, but it's true. Because yeah, what, yeah. What, 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 I know, it, it becomes distorted because of the lens, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But think about it. If you're doing people, if you're gonna, if you're gonna capture people's body and all that, you want to know what they look like and all that. So there's a lot of perversity there. Yeah. You know, people people want to know what what you look like. You know, how tall are you? You know, uh, are you gonna look weird on camera? You know, I mean, my I sent my nephew to USC, and he told me, I can't mention the name, but there was this guy from ET. Et and he's the uh, reviewer, and he and my 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 nephew said, "Gee, he is fat." I said, "What are you talking about? He is not fat. He is not fat." He said, "No, no, 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 gee, gee, up here he's not, but down here he's huge." I said, "Wow, we never saw him down there before because we always shot up here. He's just a, a talking head. We never saw anything down there." So you know that's that's the secret of filmmaking, isn't it? So people need to think of self-tape differently. Do not think of self-tape as a self-tape what you in the past. You got to figure out what is it that you do well on live audition that you can do the same thing here. And the mm -hmm. second thing here, guys, very, very important about self-tape. I've implemented the rule, if the self-tape is really good, you have to push it. The, the agent or the manager needs to push it because they double up. Let's just say the role was 40, 40 they're going to ask for 40 auditions for that role. For self-tape, they don't have to do the work. It's going to be 80. So if they get the 20 uh, candidate for the producers, they're not going to watch the rest. So if it's really good, not only you have to put it into ego cast, but you need to have your manager agent push you and say, hey, you need to watch the self-tape and give them a link to it. And say, I read submit to EagleCast, but you really need to see this. And that's how some of my people book because uh, I get the attention. Mm. Because without it, it's just too many. Yeah. And if you're casting, if you're casting associate, you really want you really want to spend your evening watching all this self tape? No. You got your twenty that your your casting director asked for. You got it. You got to turn it in tomorrow and say, hey, here's your twenty. Yeah. Well, those are these are some some really good. Nuggets, Chi. I really, I really appreciate it. Um, where can our audience find the program? Where can they buy the program if they want to get into it? Uh, it's called uh, Ma Master the Business, Master the Business of Acting.com. So it's on a website called Master the Business of Acting.com. And I only, we only charge $199. And the reason we charge so low 
It's seven episodes and over 12 hours of information about the business. All about business. Everything's all about the business. I don't look. The actors have already been 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 um been screwed by the uh, school and and acting classes. They claim Variety claimed that uh, it's a three hundred million dollar exploitation a year in Los Angeles in acting classes. So I just don't feel a right to charge any more than that. So for one ninety nine, you get all that, and you need it in the sense that look, if you're on the fence, this thing will will help you get off the fence. It might tell you not to go into this business. Okay, my this whole thing is not to tell you to go into the business. It will, will convince you not to. But if you are if you are serious about this, I'm probably gonna save you three to four years. Mm. You know. So, but here's the thing that I really really want to happen in the long run: that they will take this thing and teach it in high school and in college. Because the school that, 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 that I used to go to, like ACT, Yale, Juilliard, NYU, Temple University, these schools, no one has to lose a job. But the school is a problem. They don't teach about the acting business. They talk about the craft. Mm-hmm. And the reason they only talk about the craft is that's all they know. That's because they never made it. They're not here like we are working and understand what it's about. So, and if those people are not teaching, then they not, they can't, you can't teach something you don't know. Right. So here's the thing that can, can be very simple. Yale, ACT, NYU, Temple University, name a few. Those school does not have to fire anyone. What they need to do is take their master program and change it into their uh, uh, bachelor program and undergraduate program because these master program, by the time they graduate, they are obsolete. You're too mm-hmm. old. You cannot be 29 years old or 27 years old or 31 years old or 35 years old with no SAG card and think you can compete with the person who's 29 years old who have three series credit already. So that's what they need to do because the school is not teaching this. Mm. It's almost like death, okay? We all know what death is. We know what it is. We, we, we've seen it in movies. We see it on TV. And we know friends of our friends who die or, 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 or our uncle die or whatever. But do we really know about death? We don't really know about death until somebody really close to us died. And like my mom died two years ago. I knew about death then, and I'm still experiencing death. I still miss her. Mm-hmm. And because you have to, and it's all these nuances of this five stage that you go through about death, and you understand every aspect of it. Same thing mm-hmm. about acting business. You cannot talk about nuances or what, it's not black and white. It's so much gray area. Um, you can't talk about those things if you never experience it. You never go through it and all that. So that's the problem with the school in America. They have people teaching something that is not only obsolete, but they don't know what they're talking about and they won't talk about it because they don't know. And you, you don't, if you don't know, you don't dare to talk about it. Yeah. I think that's awesome. gr- great perspective to end the episode. Chi, maybe we can talk a little more off mic, but links to Chi's Mastering the Business of Acting down below. Thank you, man, for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Chi. Yep.